0: hey guys my name is jose naharo and on today's episode we are gonna take a look at the financial documents of amc the movie theaters so let's begin all right guys so this is part two of amc part one i posted a few days ago so if you guys have not watched it i definitely recommend go watch it if you guys want to learn more about the business and what it's doing in the future, like always. Right, we're gonna start off here in the income statement sheet. The income statement sheet. I want to take a look at some of the metrics from here. So here we can see revenue. Revenue this quarter was sitting at about 1.2 billion dollars. It is much lower than the same time last last year, same quarter last year, which was at 1.38 billion dollars. Like we saw in the um, like we saw in last week in the last episode. Quarter one of last year had stronger movies compared to quarter one of this of this year And that's what they say. Also, we saw about a 10% 12% decline of movie of movie attendance here. cost of revenue Obviously if we're having less revenue, we would expect to see the cost of that revenue also be less and that's the thing And that was the case right now. We're sitting at 1.07 billion dollars of cost of revenue and if we subtract the two, that gives us our gross profits. So our gross profit is sitting at $128 million. That's pretty, that's almost only about a 10% gross profit margin, so we'll most likely take a look at that in a bit. Operating, um, so we're gonna take a look at gross profit operating um, income, earnings before income taxes, and net income. So I'd like to take a look at all these different incomes because all these different incomes have a different expense added on until eventually we get to net income which is the final profit so i want to take a look at all these incomes just to see which of these incomes seems to be the one that changes the whole round for for the company right if we take a look if we jump right to the net income we can see that the net income is a negative 130 million dollars so that means this company is definitely losing money it is losing money and where does that happen and we can see gross profit is positive, And then we can see operating expenses going down to $33 million. So that's about a $150 million loss that we, we occur from operating expenses. And I'm pretty sure if we go to operating expenses here, it'll be somewhere around $162, that $150 million. Uh, so we can see that's what things end up changing because then we see earnings before income tax we see uh, that it's pretty much on par with how operating income looks and net income again looks pretty on par with the other two so operating income is the biggest loser for this company and its operating expenses and one thing that we did see is that this company does have a future plan uh where they want to reduce their their um ex- capex expense by 150 million by 2022 i believe let's take a quick look i'll pull up the powerpoint just so we can take a look at what this company said all right guys so here's the slide that i was just talking about we can see here that capex expense for this the past year was 500 million and for this year of 2019 they're anticipated to be 450 million in the next three to five years they want this to be about 250 to 300 million dollars so that's about 150 million dollars less in expense that they have occurred so in about three to five years if they continue with what they will we would see operating income in the positive which again will most likely lead to earnings before income taxes as a positive and give us a nice positive net income at the end where this company is no longer bleeding money So that's a good thing if if this company can survive within three to five years. Next, we're going to take a look at the balance sheet. And the balance sheet, like always, this is my favorite statement of all to take a look at. Total assets here. We have a total asset of $13.47 billion, a big jump from $9.49 billion of last quarter But remember, this is not a jump that they have bigger assets. It's now with the new accounting rule that they're putting operating assets, operating lease assets, and operating liabilities into it. So if we take a look at the slides, here in the slideshow, we can see that this quarter they accumulated $4.8 billion of assets and $5.4 billion of liabilities. So we can see 9.4 to 13.4, that's about $4 billion right there that they accumulated. Uh, what's it for that they really say four point eight, so it was closer to five, so maybe this company probably reduced assets in other in other other areas, and that's why we didn't get the uh the full fourteen about fourteen billion worth of of assets instead we got thirteen point four and then total liabilities we had about five point eight increase, so from eight point one billion to twelve point seven that's way less than five billion dollars, so that means this company is paying off some debt. But here we can see the total debt went from 5.2 to 10.2. Um, so that's about $5 billion. And it was about $5.8 billion that were supposed to go in here, or 5.4. So it does seem like this company is paying down some of its debt, which is a good thing to know. And like we saw, we saw that I think the next long term payment for this company was in 2022. Let's take a quick look. Uh, yes, the next one is the next big that is due 2022 they have something for this year but it only is 1.3 million dollars which is nothing for for the amount of com- money this company has so here we can see receivables receivables is the money this company is collecting either by credit or sales from its customers and right now it's sitting at about 193 million dollars and normally what I like to look is I want to see at least a one-to-one ratio, but over here this is not the case. It's almost, it seems to be a one-to-two ratio for every $1 receivables they get, they have to send out $2 to payables. Because payables right now is at $380 million. and That, that to me, it, it definitely seems, we can see why this company is on the red. It is paying more than it is receiving cash and cash equivalents right now sitting at 195 million dollars pretty um again it's lower than the past few quarters but it still it seems to be on average with what previous quarters seem to be at so now let's take a look at shareholder equity we can see right total assets and total liabilities went up dramatically but our shareholder equity has been pretty flat right now at 1.3 billion dollars last quarter was 1.4 and the previous quarter was 1.25 so we're sitting around that average from the past few quarters But we can see we are nowhere near the peak of 2017 where this company had about a 2.6 billion dollar shareholder equity here we can see it drop down by almost 50 by about 50 cut in half right 50 percent So now here we're going to take a look at the asset distribution and liability distribution. These are my favorite things to take a look at with these with this lazy FA website. So we can see here the biggest change in assets was the property, plants and equipment. Like I said, it was operating lease assets. So obviously I would go in the property and plant equipment and we can see that huge jump from. And here we can see non-current debt. this is leases, right? Again, operating leases that we mentioned. And it jumped from $5.2 billion to 9.6. billion. Uh, but then if we t- take off non-current debt, the other debt that came up was current debt. And obviously it's for the same reason. These are most likely have to do with liability from leases that need to be paid off in the next 12 months. And that's why we see this current debt increase dramatically. Uh, if we take off... Unfortunately, this company has, uh, like we took a look at the deferred revenue from, from this company previous episode where we saw that this deferred revenue include all the AMC loyalty membership programs, which is a good thing to see. And we can see that deferred revenue does seem to be increasing over time. And I'm pretty sure as we get more customers, as AMC gets more customers with the AMC Stubbs loyal program, We're going to see an increase in this deferred revenue which in my opinion is it's not a bad thing to see next we're going to take a look at cash flow from statements here the only thing i care about is net cash flow from operations this is the cash flow that comes in from its everyday use Uh, here we can see this net cash flow from operations this quarter let's take a look at quarterly data of this quarter was 1.4 million dollars okay it's not that the charts are not showing it is that it's such a low value that um the sh- that we're unable to see it it's it's almost a break-even from that cash flow from operations okay that's definitely not a good thing right now the company doesn't look like a company I would want to invest in um, we can see price to earnings ratio is sitting at a negative 29 PE ratio and that's because we have a negative earnings per, per six share it, this past quarter it had negative one dollar and twenty five cents. That to equity ratio, this is debt divided by shareholder equity. Obviously since we had we saw an increase in debt because of the new liability liability lease, we see this ratio increase because debt has increased while equity remains the same. So this makes sense that we see this equity ratio increase current ratio this to me is one of the scariest things i from all the companies that i've looked at this current ratio has never been this low this current ratio right now is at point three point three point three so that means that this company has about three times more current liabilities than it has current assets so to me is i'm wondering how is this company going to be able to pay for its current liabilities and we'll have to take a look the next quarter to see how how it happens But here we can see right I, another thing is a huge amount of that current liability just came in from the same from that same lease Lease ratio that just increased where this company got some new current liabilities with the li, um with the leasing um with the new leasing Standard with the new leasing standard so like we saw gross margin is about 10.7 percent pretty low compared to previous years usually it's in the mid mid teens 14 percent 20 percent 20 percent 14 percent but right now it's sitting at 10.7 percent and profit margins is sitting at a negative 10 percent so this company is losing is losing money and for me that means that this is not a company I would want to invest in anytime soon But looking at the way the leadership is trying to move this company forward, it definitely has the potential to grow. If this company, I I definitely, I wouldn't buy this company now if I want to see growth. I would prefer to see how the next few quarters move from here, right? Because leadership could be saying something, but we won't know exactly how things are moving. So that's why I would prefer to give it at least another year, another two quarters before I really decide. If I would want to purchase this company. But at the moment I would have to pass on AMC. And the main reason is that current ratio is way too low for me. Earnings per basic shares on the negative. We can see a lot of its operating expenses eating up all the profit margins. And then we can also see that this company doesn't have a real plan or doesn't believe that they will be stable until the next three to five years. So even if I wait two more, a few more quarters, it's not gonna affect the long run. I believe in the long term for gains i might miss out on a few if this company does turn around but if the company is heading in the direction that they say they're gonna head to i def there's pre- definitely gonna be plenty of gain in that so like i said at the moment i'll pass but let me know what you guys think let me know if you guys would buy or pass on amc